Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast. I am one of your hosts, Brian Gilbert, also known as BG. I am here with uh, the heel, Jacob Bradley, and Big Sexy himself, yo, yo, Jacob Raider. All right, so we are going to be covering the 4 o'clock games today for Sunday afternoon. And first up is the Jets going into Mile High Stadium to play Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos. Now, L. L. <laughs> uh, so the New York Jets have lost 11 straight games in September. That is the longest active streak in the NFL. And I think they can go ahead and just make it 12. I concur. I concur. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So Teddy Bridgewater, early favorite for MVP, right, guys? Yeah, you think so? Very potentially. Um, it's up like, there. Yeah. Like, aren't you? Like, honestly, it, it's it's surprising what you get when you put such. Um, you know, it kind of surprises me that Carolina gave up on him. Um, when you put the right pieces around Teddy Bridgewater, he can perform. He's always he's always had the talent. You know, he had that freak uh, that freak incident when he was playing with Minnesota, freaking busted his knee. Um, but yeah, when when it comes to this game. Um, it's it's it, you, you get what you see, you know. Um, Denver's been dominating. Uh, the Jets have not been great. Zach Wilson, you know, he's 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 throwing near Nathan Peterman amounts of interceptions. That's a concern, right, guys? Don't you think so? A little bit, a little bit. You know, like you know, he's a rookie. You know, you gotta you gotta give him a break on that. But uh, in terms of this game. I say look out for just about any of Denver's uh, offensive players. Uh, it could be a big game for any of them going up against the Jets, even the Denver Broncos uh, defense as well. Um, on the Jets side, it's hard to get excited about any of them, but someone's got to make a play somewhere down the line. Corey Davis could still get it done. Um, beyond that, uh, I'm thinking yeah, Denver by like 20. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of whole, whole lot to disagree with you upon, Jake. Uh, you know, um, it's funny to like. Wouldn't it be crazy if the end at the end of the year, Teddy Bridgewater fucks around and wins MVP, and that whole thing from his injury just comes on full circle? That would be like that. You can't write anything better than that. Like seriously, but I mean. You know, there's a lot of football left to be played, but like yeah. this, this Broncos team just, you know, they they look like uh, one of the most complete teams if, uh, over the past two weeks. You know, they're offensively sound. They have a good they have a good system of play calling. Um, their defense is right up there with among the best in the league. Um, you know, so I mean, I I don't think I don't know if the Jets even have a snowballs chance in hell in this game uh so yeah i'm I, I agree with you jake and i'm if i'm if i'm you know trying to stream a defense this week in fantasy i would go ahead and start denver's defense for sure um yeah. 
did wonders in New England's defense last week. I know that. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my statement. I'm going to go upset. What? Really? Yes. And here here's why I'm going to go upset. And I'm reading this stat, and it's a crazy stat. Jets rookie quarterbacks are three and zero in their next game after a four plus interception game. Wow. I'm going to take that stat. You know, it, I might be going out on a limb here, but I'm going to take that stat. Hey. Any given Sunday, right, Jake? Any given Sunday. This is true. I mean, this is true, but this is the New York Jets we're talking about here, so I don't know. Listen, three three other three other rookie Jets quarterbacks have done it. I don't know who, but they've done it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, on to our next one. We're going to go Miami Dolphins who look like they're going to be without Tua Tagovailoa, uh, going up against the hot Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Miami has won seven of the last games versus Vegas. But, I mean, I think uh, I think it's going to be hard. With the way that the Miami defense played against Buffalo, or didn't play against Buffalo, rather, that I think it's going to be hard for a uh, for them to slow down a, a hot Vegas team who hasn't been 3 and 0 since 2002. Mm. Ooh, the Raiders Raiders haven't been 3 and 0 since the last time since yeah, the, the last time the Raiders were 3 and 0 was 2002. Mm. You know, and a fun fact that you bring that up, you want to know what happened that year they went 3 and 0, they made the Super Bowl. Fun fact. Fun fact, but they lost, but they made it. They made it, damn it. Um, Brian knows that. Yeah. Sure do. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I mean, uh, Dolphins obviously going to be without uh, Tua Tungabailoa. I mean, um, uh, Tungabailoa. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just – I don't see this Dolphins team hanging with uh, the Raiders. I mean, they, they just got embarrassed last week. Um, and against Buffalo at home. And uh, I just, um, I don't see them going into, you know, this opposing stadium. And I just, I don't, I don't have many, much faith in Jacoby Brissett outdueling this, uh, this high powered Raiders offense, um, because they seem like they, you know, they look, they're looking like they could be one of the better offenses in the league, at least in the top half of the league, for sure. Um, you know, Derek Carr, uh, I've always I've always had a lot of love for Derek Carr. I, I believe that uh, I believe that he could be a, a he could be a, a option for fantasy. But I mean that you know the the Dolphins defense has always been a, a bit stingy. You know they're very uh, they're uh, they got a lot of ball hawking secondaries. Even even last week Josh Allen threw a pick. Um, so you know I don't know. I mean I like I want to I'm I'm going to take the Raiders here. Um, it, it really all if but but for Miami, it all really depends on how Jacoby Brissett plays. Um, if Jacoby Brissett can get a good rhythm going, they might have a chance. They might have a chance, but I highly doubt it. So I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Raiders by like 14 here. Okay. Yeah, you uh, speaking, you know, as I spoke earlier of early uh, candidate MVPs, I got to say Derek Carr's in that uh, campaign as well. Uh, 
Yeah, Oakland's been lighting it up. They beat two really good teams. Uh, definitely, I was definitely like they, they're both very surprising victories. Uh, the offense has been steamrolling. Uh, they're hyping up that uh, Vegas crowd really well. And you know um, what? Another surprise is their their defense has played pretty well too. Their yeah. defense has played pretty well. Looks like uh, old Chucky's finally getting that uh, team together. Um, yeah. And on the uh, the other side of the ball there with Miami, you know, the real question about Miami is that, you know, they expected to take a big step this year. And I don't know now. And then, you know, without, without Tua playing now, you know, does Jacoby Brissett upgrade? Does it, does it help at all? I don't know. Um, they were, they were getting stinged out by Buffalo's defense last week. Um, in terms of, you know, matchup purposes, um, I'm feeling Derek Carr, uh, Hunter Renfro probably have a big game too. Um, Henry Ruggs, if Josh Jacobs can get healthy, uh, he could probably, you know, he could have a good game too, but if not, Kenyon Drake will come back in and do his thing again. Um, but again, Miami's defense can be kind of stingy. Um, but then again, you know, Vegas got by Pittsburgh last week. Um, so, I mean, and then on the Miami side, um, it's going to be hard to trust any, any players on an offense that just got shut out last week. So, uh, yeah. Vegas, Vegas by six. Yeah, I agree with that. There, there is a stat in here on NFL.com that says uh, the Raiders have allowed 27 rushing TDs since 2020, since the 2020 season, which is tied second for the most. Um, so Gaskin might be somebody to play against the, the Raiders front, at least. Yeah. Um, I know Najee Harris didn't have a whole lot of production, but I mean, the, the running, the running scheme of Baltimore kind of kept them in that game yeah. uh, in week one. Uh, okay. So our next four o'clock game is going to be surprise, surprise, the Bucks traveling over to SoFi Stadium to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so this will be Tom Brady's first career game in Los Angeles. Wow. Man. Out of all, out of all the years that man has played. Never played a game in L.A. That's wild. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, some things to look out for. Uh since entering the NFL in 2009, Matthew Stafford has an 8-65 and career versus teams that finished with a, with a season with a, win, with a winning record. Um, I'm going to go super biased, of course. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say the Bucs, but I'm, I'm going to say the Bucs by a field goal. I think Matthew Stafford is going to keep them in that game. I'm not going to say it's a blowout. Like, you know, it was basically against the Falcons. But I think it's going to be a very – I think it will be a very uh, very sound game to watch in that 4 o'clock window. I feel like both defenses are very solid. Both offenses are very high-powered. Uh, so, I think I think it will be one of the exciting games to watch in the 4 o'clock window. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, mean uh, I, I understand why, uh, you know, you feel the way you feel. You know, but, you know, rightfully so. You know, you, you got – a lot of confidence in your team that are defending Super Bowl champions. 
Um, that, that offense is clicking on all cylinders. When I say all cylinders, I mean all cylinders. Um, you know, not only is Tom Brady slinging the ball like he's still 27 years old, but, uh, you know, they, they're, they're running the ball fairly well, too. They're getting their running backs open in the pass game. They're, you know, uh, Gronk is playing well. Gronk is probably that right now he's the number one uh, ranked tight end in fantasy right now. It's it's wild. You know, it's like they turn back the clock this season, uh, you know, compared to last season when they were they started off a bit slow. And then you've seen it. You've seen it unfold with him and A.B. in that Super Bowl. But, you know, rightfully so, you, you know, you have a lot of confidence in your team. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, I, you know, in that stat you read about Matt Stafford, I, I attribute a lot of that to him playing in a shitty uh, circumstance in uh, Detroit. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with L I'm going to go with LA at home. Um, I just, I, I don't, I just have a fee. I just have a feeling that, I mean, your guys' secondary is a bit banged up right now. And um, I feel like, I, I feel like you guys are going up against the best offense, uh, that you know the best offense out of your uh, three matchups this week. I think I just think it might. It's going to be definitely be a really good game. This is going to be. This is one of the better games that's on the schedule this week, for sure. But um, I just I'm going to go with LA at home here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be who is uh, whose offense is going to play better. You know, this, this seems like such an obvious statement, but like it, it's a it's a game of high powered offense. Um, it's kind of it's that, that's why it's kind of hard for me to gather where the game will go. Will it be high scoring? Will the defenses do their part? Um, it's really it's a really tough game to call. Um, Cooper Cup is the star player to look for in this game because Matt Stafford is spamming him and ignoring poor Robert Woods while I cry. <laughs> Not fair. Um, also. Uh, <laughs> And then, of course, the Tampa Bay. You play the good old Tampa Bay. I, I, I'm going to make a Tampa Bay roulette wheel when I point this out every time. I'm going to spin it. Three out of four or five of these guys are going to have a good game. And the other two. Uh, yeah. You, um, cut, you cut out there a little bit, but. No, yeah. Well, with the, with the wheel, some. So three guys will go off and two guys won't. That's how it goes. And just don't even touch the running backs because it's filthy. Don't don't just don't even do it. They don't run the ball anyways. Um, I'm gonna go with Jake on this one and take the Rams at home. So interesting fact. I know uh, AB tested positive for COVID, so he probably will not play on Sunday. Yep. yep. Um, Fill in Scotty Miller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> truth. I mean truth. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, I think it will be fun. So another interesting fact that the Rams defense hasn't allowed over 30 points, I think in their last 15 games, which is an NFL record right now, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. whereas on the opposite side of the ball, Tampa Bay has scored over 30 points in their last nine games. So that's, I think that's, what's going to make this game interesting. I think the real question here is how long can Tom Brady keep playing like this? It's a fucking nightmare. I, <laughs> but I do, I do, I do agree. Almost impressed, but then it's like, it's like, come on, we want to see something else already. 
you know it's but it's right you know i, I, do, I do like 55 it's so annoying <laughs> I, I do agree i do agree with you uh though little jake i do think that tampa bay does need to run the ball more yeah. like yes i understand that tom brady you're up there in age and you want to prove that you can still throw the ball but like i mean leonard fournette is a Decent. I mean, he's a good back. I mean, obviously, we saw through the playoffs last year that he did fantastic. I mean, Ronald Jones has his spurts. I mean, so you have you have options in, in the backfield, and then even Giovanni Bernard, who's I mean a little older, but I mean he can still catches the ball out of the backfield. So I, I do think that they do need to run the ball more, I, and I'm, I'm waiting for that. And you know, maybe if they do, you know, if, if uh, like Jalen Ramsey. And that Rams secondary does shut down the wide receivers. Um, then maybe that'll help force uh, force some running, some running. Uh, but into our our final four o'clock game uh, is going to be Seattle coming off of that tough loss against the Titans, and also the Vikings coming off of their tough tough loss against the Cardinals. So both teams who desperately need a win especially minnesota minnesota doesn't want to start over three god that'd be horrible um but seattle's won six straight games versus minnesota and i can't i can't ever count out russell westbrook or not russell westbrook russell wilson wrong sport uh you know it's just i can't ever count them out and plus with, with that, without knowing which kirk cousins is going to show up Obviously, last week it was the right one, just falling short on that kick. But I'm I'm gonna take Seattle going to Minnesota. I I just can't count against Russell Wilson. This may be the real first. This may be the real true opportunity Russell Wilson has to an MVP. Um, the play calling is a lot better. They're not just being one dimensional running the ball as much early on downs. They're willing to throw the ball whenever. Um, and you can see that, and this could, you know, and that was the problem as to why their offense friggin' just died in the back half of last season. Um, and I, you know, and as you spoke on uh, their winning streak against Minnesota, um, it's going to be tough for, for that Vikings team. Um, I expect with the Seattle's defense still being still not so great, uh, the Minnesota offense will still do what they're going to do. Um, expect I expect Jefferson and Thielen to have a big game. Um, I think Osborne there too. Um, I think they keep up, but I think Seattle wins kind of like a back and forth kind of game as the kind of games that Minnesota has been losing so far all season. Uh, that's got to be tough for Vikings fans, and I don't see it getting any better. Um, on the Seattle side, Russ is just going to throw it up to Tyler Lockett for at least one buck. DK Metcalf will eventually get involved sometime. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Seattle. Uh, I'm, I'm on Seattle with that game. Uh, yeah, so I um, I actually – I think I'm going to go with Minnesota here um, because I just don't believe in that Seattle defense. I think, I think this game is going to come down to uh, – it, it's going to be an offense – like it was like the – Titans uh, Seahawks game last week. It's going to be an offensive heavyweight fight. And uh, Minnesota kept pace with Arizona last week. And Arizona has a really good defense. 
especially their front four. Uh, Seattle's defense, not so much. Not so much. Uh, So I think that in Minnesota, I think I think the the Vikings can pull out a win here. Um, As far as fantasy implications go, if you watch that game last week that the Titans had, I am salivating if I am a Dalvin Cook owner because, like, oh, my God. I mean, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, but, I mean, he got almost 200 yards on the ground. If if Dalvin Cook can even get, like, half of that, that is a great day. Like he got uh, Derek Henry got 180 something yards, three touchdowns. If Dalvin Cook can get half of that with one touchdown, that is a freaking awesome day. So, but I mean, I I agree with you, Jake. This is uh, probably Russ's like last chance to win MVP playing quarterback for Seattle. Um, I mean, I, this this is going to be an offensive heavyweight fight. It comes down to the last play. Let's hope Minnesota's kicker can actually make a fucking field goal. I was about to say they don't have the best of luck of that playing Seattle either. No. Ask Blair Walsh. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm feeling good. Let's keep on rolling. We're gonna we're gonna throw on some primetime games here. Okay. Um, we're gonna say screw it and we're gonna throw on some prime time. It's only two games. It's only two extra games. I know you guys want more. Let's let's, let's go it. a little deeper. Okay, so we're we're gonna do the we're gonna do the cap off here. I got this dope set up back here. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna run into the um, nightcap of the Sunday night game. Green Bay getting another primetime game uh, coming off of Monday. Their big win over Detroit, thirty-five seventeen. Going into San Francisco to play the two and zero San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to say uh, with the way that Green Bay looked, again, I mean, again, it was only Detroit. It's not going to twist it. Right. Uh, but I think this will be a close game. I think uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I, I feel like for some reason, always likes to play well in California, given that he's a Cali kid. Uh so I'm I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Aaron Rodgers and the, and the Packers. I'm gonna take them by a I'm gonna take them by a touchdown. I'm gonna take them by seven. Yeah, so I guess Aaron Rodgers isn't completely throwing the season. So that's <laughs> that's good news for Packers fans. Um, yeah. Shout out to Matt. Yeah, shout out to Matt. Um, the Niners, uh, they play. You know, they're also they're they're they are undefeated. Um, they've been playing really well. I don't know why Brandon Ayuk is in their doghouse. Um, still trying to figure that out. Um, but regardless of injuries they've suffered, um, their backfields, you know, uh, a, a roulette that you should never trust. Don't ever, don't ever touch a San Francisco 49ers running back because you'll think they're starting and they'll get three carries and you'll hate yourself. So don't, don't do that to yourself. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think Garoppolo's been playing really well. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those games where I think it I think the defenses the defenses are gonna catch up in this game, and I think this is a game where you see it's like twenty one seventeen or something along the lines of that. Um, Green Bay had an offensive explosion against Detroit, but then against Detroit, um, I still think you know they got their connected him and him and Adams and also Aaron Jones they'll get connecting 
um, at least a couple scores. Um, I have I have San Francisco in that game though. Um, I got I got San Fran by three. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I mean, you guys pretty much, uh, you guys pretty much hit the head on the nail here. Um, you know, I really think that, uh, I really think that, uh, San Fran is looking like a, looking like a pretty good team this year. Um, but you know, uh, last, last week again, like Brian said, granted it was against the, it was against the Lions. Uh, Green Bay actually looked like Green Bay more towards the second half of the game because in the first half it was looking a little scary again but then they really got the ball rolling the second half Aaron Jones if some if Aaron Jones didn't win somebody <laughs> a fantasy game last week I don't I, like I don't know what fantasy football means um you know he went off he went off Aaron Rodgers just was spamming him last week uh and um but you know I think um I think I think green I think Green Bay might pull this one out but yeah I think uh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go Green Bay I'm gonna go Green Bay here yeah, and also, and also, maybe Garoppolo might finally get uh, George Kittle started to his uh, very slow start to the season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to round out our uh, our primetime games, the Monday night game between the NFC East divisional rivals, Philadelphia Eagles, going into Dallas to play the boys. We do, uh, boy. Uh, you know, part of me kind of wants to say Philadelphia just so I can make my wife happy, happy. <laughs> um, and because I do kind of think that they might have a legitimate shot. Um, but on the, on the flip side of that, seeing the way that Dallas has played the last two games, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas by ten. I am firmly on the uh, wagon of Dallas is winning the NFC East. Um, it's Dak to me is a front runner for comeback player of the year. Um, oh. Off of that fucking injury, um, it, it's great. It's great to see him come back. You know, he didn't look the greatest last week, but you know, got the job done. I wish I could get Phil's opinion on this because we already know how much we love Philip Domino's uh, rants, but I know for a fact he would be hardcore homering this week because he hates the Philadelphia Eagles with a passion. Um, Philadelphia on their side kind of came back, kind of came back a little back to earth last week. Um but at the same time, you know, it's a divisional game. It could be close. Um, on, uh, on the Eagles side of the ball, Hertz will do his thing. They'll find at least one receiver to play, uh, play well with. Could be Rieger. Could be, you know, Devontae Smith maybe get back on track from, you know, kind of having a dud week two after his very good week one. On the Dallas side, Prescott's going to feed Cooper. 
He's going to feed Lamb. And look out for Tony Pollard stealing away Zeke's carries. Uh, it's it's been uh, kind of interesting that he's been out playing him, and uh, it makes uh, Ezekiel Elliott owners a little scared. Um, yeah, nope, don't like that. Nope, don't like that. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> sure, Dallas, I'm, I'm gonna agree with you, Dallas by 10. Yeah, so, um, this is a, this is a story of the possibility of the problem, you know, and the consensus best offense in the division going up against you could argue that over the past couple of weeks, the way that the Eagles defense has played that they could be the best in the division. But I still think even though the giants had a good performance against Washington, I still I still believe Washington holds that holds that crown, but uh, a lot of Eagles fans are very high on their defense this year. And I mean, it, I mean, and they're not wrong to be because their front four is playing, you know, just as good as anybody in the league right now. Um, so, but I mean, you know, they kind of ran into a little bit of a wall um, against San Fran, which was a little disappointing because I'd picked philadelphia to win surprisingly and if you if you watched any of our videos earlier you know how much i hate the eagles um sorry tara but <laughs> sorry not sorry but anyway um yeah so uh, you know shout out to shout out to phil in that goaded rant from last week that is you know forever one of the greatest moments in this podcast um, yeah it'll be great to get back next week when we get back to normal right we can get him back yep um but i think that you know and, and to my surprise too um dallas has come out and played some really good football on both sides of the ball not just offense because we knew that their offense was going to be good when Dak came back i didn't know that this defense was going to start playing like they did um you know, uh, Trevon Diggs looks like he's taken that next step at cornerback uh, for them this year. Uh, he's got a got a pick in both games. Uh, you know, that's what happens when you got to guard your brother all the time. You know, you get better. Right, right. <laughs> I've seen some of their offseason workouts. That only makes them better. Oh, definitely for sure. Um, and uh, you know, and that pick came on a. You know, when he was guarding Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen is, you know, considered to be at least one of the top 10 receivers in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen's among the best in the league as uh, as far as route running goes. Uh, so I am going to go. <laughs> the Giants fan in me wants to say this game's going to be a tie. So we still have a chance to take first place at some point. But. I'm going to be realistic here and I'm going to take Dallas at home, but it's going to be very close because this is a rivalry game. Any NFC East game has, it, it's always close. It's never, it, it's almost never a blowout. It's almost never a blowout. So I'm going to take Dallas by, I'm going to take Dallas by two points. Okay. That's dope. Hey, listen, uh, that wraps everything up for us, though. 
Uh, I know this is this is kind of strange our formatting here, but you know when you're when you're into the video podcasting, you got to kind of do it wherever, whenever. Um, but we appreciate you guys watching. We appreciate you guys following with us. Uh, make sure you continue to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and turn on the notifications so you know when these videos come out. Uh, also, if you can't watch us, you can listen to us. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you go, we can go with you. Uh, say it all the time. I know it, it probably gets cliche, but you know it's the truth. Uh, you know we couldn't do this without you guys. You know we we do this in, in support of our fans. Um, and to, to show some more support, if you if you could, you know our our merch is out there. The link is always in the description below. Go out get some merch. Currently working on new designs for uh, our newest host, the heel. Um, still still fresh. Uh, so yeah, but we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, and as always, this has been. BG, Big Sexy, and The Heel coming from KFR Sportscast. And we appreciate you guys, and we will talk to you later. Peace out. Big Sexy out.